What's up, family? Today is July the 25th, 2023. This is episode number 285 on Renell's Food for Thought Pod radio cast. Now, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk about commandment number seven out of the book of Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power by Dr. Boyce Watkins. Now, this is located on page 129. Commandment number seven. Capital must be preserved, protected, and efficiently used. Now it says here, in a capitalist society, capital matters more than almost anything else capital isn't just money capital consists of any resource at your disposal that allows you to get the time you need that is the first paragraph of commandment number seven it goes what it shows you is that when we think that money is the only thing capital, we say capital, yeah, we got to have our capital. No, capital is more than just having money. Capital could be the people that you depend on in your lifetime. Friends, family, good quality people that you know. Stocks, bonds. These are resources that are capital. Your credit cards. That's why you never go and you max out your credit cards because you never know if you may need those credit cards. If something goes wrong to the point where you actually need some money and you can't wait for a loan because if you go for a loan, sometimes, you know, loans take forever. But loans are also capital. It depends on what you're doing with that loan. Now, if you need some instant cash sometime, or you need to say, this is an example I always like to use, brothers and sisters. Say, for instance, somebody out of town, in your family, whatever, and you had to go immediately, but you had no money on you. And all you have is your credit cards. And you don't want to go and ask nobody for no money. You just wanted to, I got, I got to go. What are you going to do? Say your credit cards on. Say you got, that's why you should always have one credit card that's not maxed out. One that is completely with a zero balance. And that would probably be your big one because you never know. That's why you don't go and you don't go and spend all your money up all the time trying to live high on society and try to impress the Joneses or live way above your means when you don't have no means. Because you see, when you need a certain capital, you don't have no money, and you got credit cards that are maxed out, then you're pretty much done. But if you got that one credit card that you just don't never use, and all of a sudden you got to go out of town, and you know, last minute tickets, they're going to cost damn near double the price 
of if you just book in, you know, you, you book in advance. So at the last minute, you got to go, bam, you got that credit card that has that what? That capital on it. So you can go and take care of your business, say out of state or out of town, whatever. But when you read the book, the book gives a lot of examples. Your friends, human capital, it's, it talks about human capital. You know, your children are pretty much your human capital. Because see, your children, that's why you teach your children about the numbers. Teach them about stocks. Teach them about being an entrepreneur. Teach them about, uh, uh, you know, bonds. Uh, I'm not a, a, well, crypto is new, but you know, you teach them that. It's all about, it's all a numbers game. That's why I say master the numbers. Because see, these children are your legacy. It's better for your kids to know what's going on in the economic world. You don't need to be a consumer. You need to be more of economics. Hell with being a consumer. All you do is throw away, throw away your money. Every holiday, you're throwing away your money on what? Nothing. Just to show somebody you can do something. And you know what? To be perfectly honest with you, don't nobody care what you can do. No one really cares. You know why? Because people are focusing on what they got to do. So ain't nobody really caring about what money you spend to impress because nine times out of ten, you ain't impressing nobody. But you teach your children. You teach them young. Hell, a lot of them, you got to teach even when they get older. That's why you have to teach yourself so you can equip your children with some of that training that you need to be, you, you, should, uh, you should be getting or you if you have, you should be passing it on. Your children are your capital as well. That's why you invest in your children. You give them knowledge. That's why. Teach them how to read. Teach them to master the basics of mathematics, adding, subtracting, multiplication, division. And sometimes I'll throw in a bonus percentage. That's why we as a people are failing and every generation that comes after us is going to pretty much do the same unless we start putting this information out more and more. I know a lot of people talk about it, but sometimes that just ain't good enough. You need everybody talking about it, especially if they're in our community. Hold those type of conversations. Hold those type of conversations instead of holding conversations about the black man or the black woman, why neither one of them ain't no good. Hold conversations about gaining knowledge on what to do with investments. Capital. Like I say, your friends are capital. You got good people around you, people that you can depend on, people that you can trust. People don't go around there strutting and trying to get in your business. But people, give you a little story. I've told this story before, and I'm telling it again. I'm, the reason why it's important, the story is, is important because you, you need to understand what capital is. Now, a friend of mine, when I was going through some stuff through my first divorce back in 2008, 2000, yeah, 2008, I had a friend. Used to confide in him. 
all the time because he was acting. He was a cool. He was a cool brother. I called him my brother because he was a, he was a cool brother. He wasn't a, he wasn't black. Everybody I call brother ain't always black. He was the type of guy that if I was thinking about doing something crazy, when he would talk to me, I wouldn't have to tell him. He would already know. He says, don't do that. I know what you're thinking. Whether or not he, he knew what I was thinking or he just was saying it. But he said, don't do that. Because if you do that, chances are things could be a whole lot worse if you go and you make that move. What moves they were? Well, that's uh, neither here nor there. And, and really, it's none of your business. You weren't there, so you don't need to know. But listen to the story. So, me and this brother, we grew, became a confidant. Brother moved out of state. Now, moved out of state, and we still, we communicate. We communicated every maybe once a month. We wouldn't communicate on the phone and all that. We communicate, we would communicate on Facebook. He would send me a message asking that same old question. Are you good? How's it going? What can I do? And I send it back. I'm all right. I'm all right. Now this, this brother, solid brother, didn't have to do this, but he did. His son, his son, capital, people, his son, his father passed on, before his father passed on, his son, he told his son, that guy, so-and-so, if he ever needs you, you go. Now, they don't live here. They live in another state, back east. If he ever needs you, you go. Now, the same way him, uh, his father and I communicated, I communicate with the son the same way. And we're talking about over a decade, his, his father's been gone. But his son still contacts me to check on me and see how I'm, see how I'm going, see how things are, and to make sure I'm right. Now, these are people that they're not black people. And these are people that have invested time, their time into learning about their West Coast brother from the father to the son. People, capital. Now these are people that are very, they're, they're, you know, you talk about they're good people because for a father to pass that unto a son, and I'm not even their race. That says a lot about them. And it also says a lot about what they think of me in order for the father to do that. So people are capital as well. That's why you never know when you may need some capital, maybe some love capital. It may just be some finances to the point where you got to do something at the last minute. That's why you have to take care 
of the capital that you have. That's why when you don't take care of the things, that's why, like the title says, capital must be preserved, protected, and efficiently used. When you're using your capital, you got to be very efficient when you're using your money. You don't go out there and just throw money away. Even when you're having a good time, you can have a good time without just uh, uh, splurging money and just pissing it off. Going to the script club and, and, and throwing money up on the stage. You ain't got to go through all that. That's what you want to do. That's your business. People always think, well, yeah, I can get more money. Well, maybe. But one day you're going to need that money and you're going to wish you hadn't thrown all that money at the, at the, uh, uh, the strip club. But then again, hey, you do what you got to do. You take care of your, your finances the way you take care of them. That's your business. You protect your finances. When you're protecting your money, you make sure if you're checking your money, you're doing the internet, or you're looking at, you're doing the apps, whatever, make sure your shit is protected. Make sure wherever your money is that they have the type of uh, insurance that can cover you just in case something happens. That ain't your fault. You protect your money by keeping, sometimes you protect your money when you keep your mouth shut. Everybody don't need to know your business. I was taught that as a child. Everybody don't need to know how much money you got. It's none of their business. You have a significant other. If she is your, your significant other, make sure you, 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 you trust her, but make sure, or you trust him, but you make sure that you have that trust in that person that you know that person ain't gonna go behind your back. You don't wanna be in a situation where like that video where the, uh, the sister's married to the brother and she's up there stealing his money. I say stealing, a lot of people say, oh man, it was husband and wife. But she wasn't putting no money into that account. She was swiping money and putting it, uh, opening up a separate bank account. That's not what I mean, protecting your money. That's not protecting, that's stealing. She was putting that money away for her own benefit. That's why when you're dealing with money, you got to be very careful, my brothers and sisters. Very careful. I just want you guys to understand that money is not the only thing. It's like when I done assets to millionaire and a guy going to sit up and tell me that my house wasn't an asset. He didn't know what he was talking about. A lot of people, oh, a lot of people don't, don't put me in a lot of people. A house is an asset. It is a asset. If you have one, you understand. It's an asset. Because everybody don't have a house. It may be your primary place where you live. But like my wife used to say, we're not married to no house. Because when, I, when it's time to go, it's time to go. You don't put yourself, now you plan on being married to your house, that's fine, but it's still an asset. Because you never know when you may need to get some money and all you have is your house. And the only way you can get that money is putting up your what? Your house as an asset, as collateral, when you want to borrow some money. But we have to be able to understand money first. See, 
when you're not understanding money and you just taking money and you just pissing it off, buying stuff that you don't need. Like you see a lot of us uh, black folks, we love cars. It's like, damn, man, how many cars you need? You know, you don't need that many cars. When there's so many people out there who don't have a car or there's so many people out there who don't even have a place to live. And it's like, you buying all these cars. What the hell you need all these cars for? I know people like to collect things. Nothing wrong with that, but goddamn. When you got 40, 50 cars, like, really? Yeah, there's people out there with 40, 50 cars. Don't think they don't. But, damn. But, it's like, hey, you know, that's your money. Because cars depreciate in value once they lead a lot. Unless you get one of them cars and, you know, it becomes valuable, way valuable after it then sat for about 10, 15 years. And like, damn, that car done quadrupled in value. But brothers and sisters, this is just one of the things that we just have to be prepared for when it comes to our money. We have to protect it, understand what capital is. Capital is more than just paper money. It's assets, it's people. It's stocks, it's bonds, Bitcoin, you know, uh, cryptocurrency, whatever you, you want to call it. Because you never know your credit cards, keep your credit cards, or at least keep one major credit card free. If you got about 100 credit cards, try to keep at least one free and clear just in case you may need it. A lot of people... Uh, start their businesses with their credit cards and they may be tapped out, but always try to maintain at least one. Uh, credit scores, you know, don't get so hung up on credit scores. People get so hung up on credit score. Even a credit score, it's a, uh, it's an asset. It's uh, capital because it can get you more capital, but don't get hung up so much on credit scores where you missing the boat on everything else. This is just basic. Basic talk, you know, a lot of people, oh man, you know, they tell you the credit score, you got to have this, got to have that. Well, yeah, you know, in, in some cases you do, but in not all cases, you know, if you try to, you can build up a, let me tell you something. I never had that super high credit score. And this is the truth, brothers and sisters. When I started my business back in 2004, 2004, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to end. I don't know what the guy did, but the people that I incorporated my business with, they had a friend who was in banking. And like I say, people like to estimate what they think. When you go and you put down the finances of your company, usually you're putting down what you estimate yourself to make. Even if you ain't made nothing, well, you know, I'm putting down this. Okay. Now, I put down a certain number. Then the guy, because he, he, he's working at the bank, he says, no, 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 no. Don't do that. He says, this, for, this is what I'm going to do. You, I'm going to put down this amount. I says, you do what you got to do, man. As long as I ain't going to get in no trouble, you do what you got to do. Now, this was in 2004. And the next thing you know, about, mm, I don't know, a couple of months later, whatever, after I established some business credit, I got an invita invitation. Now, the black card you get by invitation. I got an invitation 
for a black card, the black card, the real black card, not the black card that you see, a credit card that's black, no, the real black card. And I got an invitation. And I got that, I got that black card. Because black card is based on money that you <laughs> And the thing about the black card, you got to spend an X amount of dollars in order to maintain that black card. You just don't get the black card and just stick it on the side. Hell no. You get that black card because you're going to use it. And you got to use it. You got to spend every, pretty much every year, close, yeah, a, a nice uh, a nice chunk of change when you're using that black card. That's the only reason why you get it. You're not getting it just to, like I say, put it in your bank, uh, put it in your uh, safe deposit box. And I got a black card. And I'm like, damn, you know, I, but I'm thinking I'm in a big time. And then you go through, you know, the rules and the regulations and the next thing, I'm like, God damn. You know, it, it's kind of hard to maintain that black card, especially, you know, you got to have uh, be make you got I, I was supposed to be making that kind of money. But, you know, obviously I wasn't making that kind of money to sustain that black card. And eventually I had to let it go. No, 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 no. I I, I turned it in. I, I couldn't wasn't faking it off. Never go around faking things, brothers and sisters. I ended up turning that black, giving that black card back. And then I explained, you know, I explained, you know, hey. So that's why. When you're dealing with your capital, because remember, credit cards, you can get cash off of those credit cards. I've seen people. Matter of fact, I bought a car, cash money, back in 20, back in two, no, 2000. I think it was 2000. I bought a car cash with the money off my credit cards. Cash. Didn't have no car, no. Pay cash. I had a friend who used to go around and tell everybody he knew how I bought a car with cat uh, off my credit cards and paid cash for it. It was so funny. But those are things you can do. Capital. Credit card. Them cash advances are cool. You got to pay, of course, you got to pay them cash advances. But hell, I had no car, no. Had the title and all that crap. No, I bought it from a dealer. You know, got that sitting in the mail and all that stuff. Just, just give me a little bit of history every now and then my history, but brothers and sisters, handle your capital, be very careful, take care of your money, protect it, and be efficient when using it. Don't be foolish. Be efficient when using it. Don't be just throwing it away. Don't try to go and please other people because really don't nobody really care but you. And then again, you come to realize, don't nobody care? Not even you. So remember, efficient use of your capital. You put it in places where it could grow. That's another way for efficiently using your capital. You get money, invest it in some things. I've taken and invested in different type of apps. I've taken it, when I say, I'm sorry, when I say taking it and invested in different types, I'm sorry, put it in different types of institutions that basically, you know, online institutions, your Robinhood, your Stash app, your, uh, what, Weibo, uh, uh, Acorn, things like that. So, you know, be careful. And also, I've invested in crowdfunding. You have a lot of Different investments in crowdfunding. We don't. I haven't talked about crowdfunding. One day I'm gonna hold a con. I'm gonna hold a, a podcast on crowdfunding. 
Crowdfunding, I've invested in. Fanbase is one. Start Engine as another. Crown and Hops. Crown and Hops is a brewery. It's a black-owned brewery. I don't drink beer, but I invested in that. Uh, I invested in some other things. Uh, a friend of mine is starting his own capital organization. I invested in what uh, was it called? True, what? True Crowd? Uh, a crowd? No, no, True Crowdfunding. But Start Engine is the one that have the majority of my crowdfunding uh, businesses that I invested in. And I also invested in the app of, uh, I'm sorry, I invested in the business of Start Engine. When I first started in, invested in Start Engine, the value or the evaluation at the time was $786 million. Now it's like $1.45 billion evaluation for Start Engine. When I invested in, uh, first started invested in uh, Fanbase. Fanbase was a $20 million. Now it's almost a $100 million app. I think it's like 84, something like that. 84 million. When I first started, it was like 20. Now it's like 84, almost 100 million. So, you know, be, be wise when investing your money and using your money. Never be foolish. Check it out. Do your homework until we speak again. Brothers and sisters, this is your brother saying peace. Until next week, peace out.